0: Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing, we cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me.
1: Fine, how do
0: <laughs>
1: You have a great show of a big fan.
0: Boing.
2: So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle.
0: Charbonneau! It's all about the Charbonneau,
2: dude! Succulent fish! What? We ate two feet before we ate. do
0: Liberty
2: is I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds.
1: <laughs> we have top men working on it right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Top men.
0: Yeah. And just like that, we are into the second hour. Welcome aboard. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about live fire, important items, issues, and 100% percent non offense as well. If you just missed the first hour, you're tuning in now. Too bad you missed Malcolm Reed. You missed Suzanne Moskowitz, Suzanne, a first-time guest, a copyright and patent lawyer. So we talked about all that. Sounds maybe like it would be boring, but no, no. She's quite the personality, has a lot of great information, shared it in the right way. So, hopefully, we've inspired some of you folks that are also maybe in the decision-making process on if that's a leap you want to take. You do. You want to do it. And you want to do it with a professional. Don't go to the stupid third-party websites. What is that, Rocket Lawyer or whoever the hell that one was? I must have started that seven different times. And finally, I was like, eh.
3: Get that stuff out of here.
0: Now, not in my defense. I also then shelved it for a number of years. And like I said, I don't know why the end of last year was the year I said, I got to do that. But we did it. And soon enough, I should have a document that I'll show you every day. I'm not going to hang it up on Cleveland, but I might show it to you. I'll take random pictures of it. I'll take it on tours of the city. Maybe I'll stop over at Suzanne's office and say, this is where you were born, everybody. Still to come on the show, Sam the Cooking Guy, in about seven minutes from now. You can also follow me socially on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat slash BBQ Central on Facebook and Twitch for live video feeds. Also YouTube, which is slash RD Of course, we are streaming live on Clubhouse as well, so if you're listening and you feel like asking a question to a guest, all you have to do is, I guess, raise your hand. And then if I'm watching, I'll get you up there. If uh, I'm not, John will get you up there. Just be patient and don't be offended if I don't see you very busy doing a live show. But I apologize in advance. But we are being recorded. So if you get up like uh, Daddy Dutch was in the first hour, you will hear him on Wednesday on the podcast. In the second hour, you will be on Thursday's podcast. And don't forget, you can get an ad-free podcast feed through patreoncom Show or Apple Podcast directly within the app. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less this Friday, episode 197, bringing you back to August 13th of 2013, David Marks from Wilbur's Revenge Barbecue Team, owner of I think it was 5 or maybe 7 different semi famous oh. Dave Barbecue stores. And the chief media officer of Operation Barbecue Relief. That was the first time he appeared on the show back in 2013. So if you aren't familiar with David, or what his background is, this is a great segment for you to check out. He's also been on the show a few other times since then to talk about Operation Barbecue Relief stuff as they were being uh, deployed out to various natural disaster areas to feed first responders and those in need of food. And you know Operation Barbecue Relief, right? You go to the website, make monetary donations, or you can donate your time to help out, cook, whatever. But help them out financially, of course. And they're going out to all the natural disasters that occur here through the course of the year and feeding those that need it the most. And it's very noble, and it's great what they do. And I have seen the tax returns, by the way, of Operation Barbecue Relief And I mean this with peace and love. Peace and love. Peace Peace and and love. love. They are financially fit in the best ways possible. So they have a good sheet. You can always use more money when you're in this kind of an organization. They're running it right. Very impressive. Very impressive in the right way and the best ways possible. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed and make sure you get the best moments show every Friday. And you can ask John to make you up one if you want. Send him a guest that you really liked or a segment that you really liked, and he will get it up there for you. And hopefully, he meets your expectation. Now, many of you have emailed me over the course of the past week asking about my take on the KCBS steak cooking contests that are supposed to be rolling out here sooner than later. I will reiterate, as I had mentioned. Last week, we will do this whole recap, feelings, deep dive, review, whatever you want to call it, on the next Embedded Correspondence segment, which will be in three weeks. And really, I'm more interested in hearing from you, for those that emailed me asking for my opinion, because I do have an opinion on it. But nobody shared in those emails saying, what do you think? Well, what do you think? Give me your opinion. Give me your take. I'm more interested in hearing from you, especially after you take the time to read through the rules. And it's not like a court docket where it's 78 pages of information you have to sift through and find print and all this double talk and shenanigans. It's pretty straightforward. So I would be more entertained by hearing from what your take is after you read the rules. And I can tell you this right now. Meathead is really interested in rule number six. Believe you me. We will hit on that next week when he is in for his traditional first hour. Although next week it will, or yeah, next week for his segment, it will be abridged. I was gonna have Robert Moss on at 9 35 tonight, and I forgot, believe it or not, that I had Suzanne already scheduled. I forgot to put it in my calendar. So I moved Robert back a week. Now, he actually said that the move worked better for him in that regard, which is great. So, we will have Robert Moss on next week. But we will get a, a recap of what his acceptance speech from the Barbecue Hall of Fame induction ceremony was vis-a-vis Clint Cantwell, as we know. Uh-huh. Number one. Then we can take a look at the rack of ribs, that is the trophy. You call it a trophy? The bust of ribs that you get for making it into the Barbecue Hall of Fame, which I believe Rod Gray said was a model of a rack of ribs that he had turned in at some point. And then we will really dig into rule number six, which is why I will now refer to Meathead. Not Meathead anymore. No, no. From now on, Meathead will be referred to as quote-unquote number six going forward. By the way, a programming note on October 14th, so a week from Thursday, I will be making yet another appearance on the Jimmy Malone radio show, which is down in the Cleveland slash Akron area or covering the Cleveland slash Akron area. It's on 1350 The Gambler on your AM dial if you're local here or 1350thegambler.iheart.com if you want to hear it anywhere else outside of the Cleveland-Akron area, maybe northern Canton too. I don't know what kind of a blowtorch that signal has, but it's at least getting into the Cleveland and Akron areas, so why not? If you want to hear me be interviewed, then just go ahead and do that. All right, uh, let's go to Clubhouse real quick, and take a word from brian brian go ahead
1: i just wanted to say uh, great show so far and uh, learned quite a bit from uh the uh keep
0: do you need to protect yourself (laughs) brian yes or no be honest
1: no i i don't think not right now uh you know i'm not gonna be looking into it anytime soon but who knows maybe one day down the road and uh i'm sure there's probably some different laws and stuff up here in canada but uh it was some great information. It was uh, great to hear it and listen.
0: Brian, thank you for weighing in. Absolutely. And if you have a question for Sam the Cooking Guy coming up a little later, I will continue to monitor this clubhouse, which I'm sure he is going to bash me for. All right, let's go ahead and do this read real quick. Sam is in the green room, ready to go. I will talk to you about Yoder Smokers. First of all, I hear your emails. Is that right? I read your emails requesting Yoder to come on the show. Rest assured, I am doing my part, reaching out, saying, hey, let's make this happen. They're very busy. I will afford them time cushion until the time avails itself where they can come on the show and do a proper site. In the meantime, they're building products right here in the States. Pride through craftsmanship, world-class customer service. That's the backbone of the company. We know this. The approach translates into what can be a truly bespoke style product that elevates gatherings with family and friends that are honored to have a trusted place in the backyards of America. From pellet grills to wood-fired offset pits and charcoal grills, consistent blue ribbon flavor has become synonymous with the Yoder Smoker name. Make no mistake, Yoder Smoker's flavor-driven design is unique to each style of pit, and the team has developed the cookers to perform time and time again while outlasting the competition for generations to come. Not years, generations. It's this generational thought that's rooted in the handmade products and defined the integrity of the core values. American-made quality and endless flavor, the benchmarks of Yoder Smokers. Where do you get them? Dealers, yes. Go to the website, yodersmokers.com, and grab yours today. Grab a pellet cooker, grab an offset, and grab a fire pit. Get the trifecta. Tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. I'm sure they'll save you money on top of that. Here's what I know. Sam the Cooking Guy is in the green room, and he's ready to talk lamb. He's ready to talk TikTok. He's ready to kick me in the balls about Clubhouse. Shenanigans and tomfoolery are afoot. Stand by. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded
3: barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Stern, Jim Rohn, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment.
0: Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central show. This portion being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker, the most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, currently available in three sizes the Junior, the Flagship, and the PBX. Whether you are a beginner or professional, definitely a cooker you want to add to the arsenal, visit pitbarrelcooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. By the way, if you're on Clubhouse and you want to ask questions, raise that hand. John will bring you up on stage. I will get to you at some point. In the meantime, my next guest blows it up all over YouTube with over 3 million subscribers that eagerly watches cooking videos three days per week. And that's about all I can say at this point. As we race to the hotline, and welcome back, barbecue Central Show guest, Hall of Famer, and friend, Sam the Cooking Guy. Hey, Sam.
2: What's up, buddy? How are you?
0: I didn't think that this would be where we would start tonight, but if folks are new to the show and they are also YouTube savvy, they see that the first Tuesday of each month is decorated with two of the biggest YouTube personalities in the food space, Malcolm Reed, is in the live fire section. Of course, you're in the general cooking section, although I do maintain that you have a live fire cooking show. But nevertheless, technology and the way to connect with people is always evolving, and TikTok is really growing. Malcolm has almost a million followers in just a handful of months after 12 years of taking it to get to him uh, to, to broach the million YouTube subscriber mark. And he's attacking it, so we'll give him that. You also have a TikTok, 216,000 followers or whatever it is. So I'm looking you're to very, get...
2: You're very much up on your numbers. I
0: try and be as prepared you're as very possible. Yes, you're
2: very, you are always prepared.
0: I'm looking to get your take on if there is a... Why I don't
2: have a million like Malcolm? No, no, no. But is there a... Do you want to know how much I make? Is there a
0: real strategy on growing TikTok at this point? <laughs>
2: Look, I guess, I mean, when does it end? How how many, we were watching the news tonight, and, you know, of course, they did a thing about the, the, the Facebook, Instagram meltdown yesterday. And Kelly said, how do we get out of this? And I go, get out of what? She goes, this whole, like, social media vortex, it's just there. I go, we're not getting out of it. It is not going away. It's like people that uh, that want to get rid of uh, assault rifles. Uh, If those the if that's right from the things that fire a jillion at, you know, bullets at a time. I go there's too many out there, the the barn door has been left open way too long. You're not getting those back. And social media is not going away. The question becomes, where do you put your efforts? Uh, How much do you do? Must you do everything? I contend that if I did not have um, a public presence, YouTube restaurants, uh, Instagram, that kind of stuff, I would not be on social media. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like a dick, but I don't care enough to want to know that that so and so just took his 800th peloton ride i don't care good for you well done my man
0: what do you see you using it as maybe just a way to keep up with immediate and some extended family and that's it where you would have like 30 friends and that's it
2: no because no because i I would get that I, i would satisfy that craving through uh what kelly does i don't i don't I mean, we're on Facebook. We, we upload to Facebook. We put things there. But I don't go look up, you know, Neil Cantor from Sir William Osler Elementary in Vancouver and see how he looks, what his life is like. Is my life better than his or is his life better than me? Oh, my God. Look at what he's got. Look at the cars. Look at that. You know, I, I don't do that. And I don't know if I would. I, r- I really want to believe, Greg, that I would not do it if I did not have some kind of job that almost required it.
0: So I I don't want to so get guess, away sorry, from sorry. what we were talking about. No, but no, no, I mean, no, I'm I, not going
2: to uh, get away. I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to circle back just for a second. So yeah. so now, so now we're on YouTube, and we're on Facebook, and I'm on Instagram, and every so often I go and I look at Twitter. But now there's now now TikTok, which is a super short form of, you know, what we do, we can cut our stuff down. You and our friend, Sean, have been espousing the virtue of of clubhouse, which, by the way, not surprised your daughters didn't know about it, because as I said to you in a text this morning or yesterday, if the kids aren't using it, how fantastic can this thing be? So I don't know look we we have not to be honest paid a whole lot of attention to it and, and and i only feel like i should when i hear you go well malcolm's got a million people
0: yeah but that's you being okay. competitive or are you thinking you might no, be missing no, out no that's
2: me it's like fomo i guess fear of missing out perhaps M- must i do we need to be there is 3 million subscribers and us posting three times a week shot beautifully i might add yes uh is that not enough must i also be putting 15 second clips of the lamb or the the uh, the grilled cheese and uh, roasted tomato garlic uh, chipotle soup that we made today which by the way will be out probably sometime next weekend i'm telling you the difference between good tomato soup and outstanding tomato soup is a little chipotle paste Hmm. a little So I don't I'm so torn.
0: So if I if I told
2: you look,
0: it's no surprise to you that you have years and years of perfectly documented content. Shot well, you talk well, you know, as a as a talent, your son's doing it very well, putting it all together. So you could go back into a fifteen minute video and pull out you know, a minute of
2: good stuff. Have somebody cut it down. He He does
0: it, upload it. You do it, you know, once a day or three times a week or whatever the case I mean, Sean wants people to do it three times a day for 33 days. So you have 99. Sean's a maniac.
2: Sean's a maniac. So (laughs) I think Sean, given a choice, Sean would get rid of his restaurant and only interview people on uh, social media.
0: I don't think Sean's willing to cut his whole nose off despite his face. I think he knows where the bread's buttered, but I think he... One
2: nostril? He also wants
0: to make sure that people are aware of developing technologies, ways to engage. No, with, I understand. Whatever. I understand, yeah, yeah. But since you have that kind of backlog of content, yeah, you know, I could sit here and make an argument that it would be real easy to have somebody come in, pay somebody or get an intern. All they do is cut up yeah, yeah. Sam videos and, and away he goes and all of a sudden now you have 17 million TikTok followers. And and then does that open up? I guess the the driver here for me is because you have that backlog and because what I'm assuming is a younger crowd featuring TikTok at this point, you have a pretty good avenue of getting in front of a whole lot of other people that probably aren't searching Sam the Cooking Guy out. Now, I will say, because I love to live in um, contradiction. There have been plenty of college-age <laughs> kids and high school kids that come into my house with, you know, friends of my daughters. I'm not a weirdo. Yes, and I go, yes. "Hey, I'm, I'm t- totally off the wall, random." I say, "Hey, kid, yeah, you watch YouTube?" Yes. Do you know Sam the Cooking Guy? Yeah, I watch him all the time. Fifteen-year-old kid, eighteen-year-old kid, twenty-one-year-old kid. So I totally well, understand I you're that. reaching the ages, but this could be an even bigger eyeball. But point.
2: so, he, but listen. Here's a question: When when is enough enough? Can enough be enough in your position? uh, What did you say to me yesterday or the day before? By the way, people should know that we're great friends. I consider you, uh, hand to God, a really good friend. And we've never met. The same, of course. We do talk at at least a couple times a week, I think, right? Even if it's just a bitch about something.
0: I mean, I want to make people jealous, so it's at least three times a day. But okay, okay Three a times, times, times a day a week. we
2: talk. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we go to bed each night saying good, good yeah. night to each other. Uh, what did you say to me a couple days ago? Have you thought about taking the audio from the YouTube channel and, and making a podcast out of it? Yeah. So I'll say again, when is enough enough? What must I be doing? Isn't sometimes. <laughs> Why do I feel more? like
0: I'm Sean all of a sudden?
2: You are Sean all of a sudden.
0: But I'm Sean. You're pushing for. Here's pushing the difference. For every, I'm going to tell yeah. you what the difference is. Sean go actually ahead. wants you to get in front of a mountain and push it. Yeah. I go, you have this shit. Just have somebody rip the audio off no, of a Sam the Cooking it. Guy video I, no, and put I it up. Get like it. Well,
2: That's easy. I, I get it. And then somebody listens like to you. But I feel like sometimes there could be too what? effing much of me, too much oh, Sam Now
0: you have a problem with you have a problem with yourself. I I would of course think the same thing. Well, how much people? How much can one person stomach of me? They watch me on this video, but I yeah. I would happen to believe that people are watching this live right now, and at some point during the week, they'll go back and listen to it on the audio podcast. That's it's the same thing. It's Different, but it's the same. So they're consuming me twice, which is exactly what could be happening you, to you, you on the know audio. That,
2: or you, you wait. You know that, or you want to believe that. Well, I mean,
0: uh, okay. You, so can you I, know I mean, I, sure? I, there's no way I can prove that somebody is watching this now that will also go back and listen yeah. to at least a portion of this. But if I'm doing it, there's but, one but other why? person out of the thirty thousand people that are downloading no, this do. on the audio. Bro, they have, bro. To.
2: Bro, please you have to eliminate yourself from that group you are you're beta testing you're checking you're listening the audio we called i called you the other day and and told you about some imperfect audio that i'm surprised you hadn't found yet i, I found it i think yet. before you did <laughs> you did, I, there you did. You, right but but look i i i shoot a video grilled cheese and tomato soup today we shot it it will come to me in a uh, in an edited beautifully edited that uh, i don't know for 15 to 17 minutes uh sometime next week right i will watch it and that will be the last time i watch it i will not go back and revisit my stuff i will not and especially having shot it Having watched it in the edit version, I'm never, ever going to go back and just listen to the audio of it if it was posted as a podcast. Hmm. And I can't believe that somebody would watch one of my videos, watch me make lamb or whatever the hell it is, 30-pound burger, and then go listen to it. Here's what I think. That's madness. I I hear what you're Can you take saying, a poll? Wait, oh, you got your little, uh, your cute little, what's it called? Instant Chat Clubhouse. And I have Clubhouse. Cute little, can't you take a little poll? Yeah. How many people? I'd be curious to know how many people listening or watching right now watch and then listen to the exact same thing.
0: All right. If you're in YouTube, hit it up on the Instant Chat. If you're watching through Facebook, also add your comments because I'll see them here to the left. If you are listening in. Clubhouse, and you want to come on and say if you would listen, uh, listen, then watch the same thing. Uh, raise your hand, John. will get you up. I'll put you right on with we'll Sam, the cooking guy. It'll be a unique experience of your life, of course, because you'll be on with both me and Sam, which few people rarely get to experience.
2: And you can so tell us a, right off the bat. All right, barbecue here we go. central here we go. sandwich. We'll call that. All right, hold
0: on one second. Here we go. We're inviting go on stage. Uh, this is going to be Scott. Scott, uh, do you? Would you do both, Scott?
1: Yes, Greg. I've done both. I've listened and watched
0: both. Uh, for both, Sam and me. Father? Is that your father? Oh, yes. Yes. my father. What are you talking, Scott? Are you my dad?
1: No,
2: <laughs> definitely disguising not. his voice. But so what? What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What? What is it, Scott, that brings you back for round two for more?
1: So um, I actually have about a forty-five minute commute each day, and I like mm. to uh, listen to Greg after the fact and kind of just catch things that I didn't see live.
2: Interesting.
0: Now, Scott, if you if Sam had his cooking show, do you watch Sam's cooking shows, by the way? I do. Okay, so if Sam had his cooking show on an audio podcast, and let's say uh, you were listening to him cook his lamb uh, on your way to work Tuesday, would you also be inclined to then just go watch it as well after the fact?
1: I think if he did something more like what Malcolm does, where he kind of talks about what he did Ooh. after the fact. That's not going to work. That's, that that's more work for that. Sam. We, we
2: can't no, you're that. asking me to do more work.
0: Yeah, we can't do that. But you, So you wouldn't necessarily be uh, motivated to go watch it after you heard it. If you heard it first, you wouldn't be motivated to go watch it second. Yeah.
1: See, that's... Yeah, I see, in I, this, oh.
2: So go ahead, Scott.
1: I, I said the other way around. If I watched it first, I think it'd be harder to to listen to you know Sam just yeah, talk I, about it, yeah. but listening I agree. to it first I think if, would be okay. I think then you
2: listening, I think listening first uh, would make me want to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. might happen. Yes. But Watching and then That's listening, but that that was my thought was.
0: Somebody know, would listen to th- it first and then is- they would come down and watch it. So you would get like yes. double the, there were also other business things that I was talking about. That we're not going to get into. No, of course, of course, Scott, thank you for coming up. I appreciate it. Wait, can we
2: ask
1: Scott a question? Yes,
2: go ahead. Hey Scott, what do you do? How dare you?
1: Um, I, I work as a mechanical engineer.
2: Oh, a smart guy. Okay. Uh, Greg was going to ask you how much you made, but <laughs> we'll Scott, just How that much
1: go money away. do you make? Go
0: ahead. Tell everybody uh, how much money you make. I, I will not
1: reveal that. Uh, no Scott, questions. what did I tell you when anybody
0: asks you that? It's always nine hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars. We know the answer to this. Come we on, have Scott. this running
2: joke. I have Come this running on. joke with Greg. I f- believe the first six or seven hundred times I was on with him, he wormed his way into asking me how much I made. Oh? Yeah, oh yeah. Around Are you, the, sure? you know,
0: or did yeah, I ask pretty you? Pretty close. Did I ask you how many knives did you sell? And you wouldn't tell me how many knives you sold.
2: Does that not equate to the same thing? Oh, you can do uh, some simple math. Can we math. not really well, get into it, this again? No, you can't. A knife is this much money, and then you multiply it by that, and then what's it cost, and then you figure that out.
0: How does the guy in Australia who has, right. evidently according to Derek Riches and not to meet the second most popular barbecue and grilling website, have no problem telling me that his gross revenue last year was a million dollars. And I asked you why how is, many knives you sell. Stuff? And why, it was you, like, I asked you what was in the I It's called extrapolation,
2: buddy. Listen, it's uh, I, don't need to do, I don't need to go down this road with you. <laughs> you, you, look, you, you brought have, it up. You have this, you have this need to, to dig <sighs> into people's personal wow. financial business. <laughs> so you just like, keep it you. in the background. Yeah, exactly. How dare you? You I, played your own sound effect for yourself. I played it for you because if I didn't like you didn't, so much I'd hang up on you. I, well I don't even But I wouldn't do that to the uh the barbecue central family. Well, here's what I'm uh, We've
0: been down uh, that road and that's enough of that. How about ahead. that? We agreed to can we agree to agree?
2: If that's how you oh, want right. to please. We'll agree love. to peace agree. Love. Peace and love. Peace and love. There you go.
0: All right, so we've decided here. Let's recap before we hit the first break, and then I'll come back with you, and we'll actually talk okay. about food. Okay. <laughs> we're not doing any extra work, so it's not going to be a podcast reflecting no, on I, I'm cooking not lamb. Saying number we're not one,
2: going to. I'm just saying right now. Yes. I feel like there's enough. Yes. But now I feel uh, obligated to go <laughs> catch up to freaking Malcolm.
0: No, of course. Well, I mean, why would you? I I was just making a comparison that he's hitting of it. Of course. I know. And is there is,
2: is there an opportunity? He's for? working harder than I am.
0: You, That's what it is. Absolutely not. You say this. When is enough and enough? And then I will say, can there be enough? Is yeah, there of enough? of course there can. Can there be? In your yes. position, can there be enough? Is yes. 3 million enough? Why not 10 million? Why not 30 million? If you can do something like X Look, that attracts 10 more million, nothing. why not? We're, we're doing
2: nothing different now. Uh, or we did nothing different before we hit 3 million, before we hit 2 million, before we hit a million. It's the same stuff. It's just getting to more people and you tell two friends and so on and so on and so on. That was a shampoo commercial from years ago. I don't remember oh, I remember. Product. Absolutely. What was the product? Ooh, Was it not Pert? Pearl. Pert? Hurt? i don't i don't know but but we're doing the same stuff and it's growing beautifully yes. i might add we're very happy yes. with the growth it's nothing crazy nobody could ever look at our growth and go you've you guys are buying freaking subscribers <laughs> uh because that happens and no we're not we have very measured lovely growth uh also backed up by the number of uh uh, by the amount of interaction we have we have yes. great uh, comments and uh, that kind of stuff so so i don't know i mean maybe but but uh max might uh i said to max what do you think about uh greg's idea about a podcast he goes i don't know maybe there's something there but uh you know, I don't know. Hey, the
0: fact that it even made a a conversation between the two of you is a win for me. I'm taking it. Okay, we'll
2: take the win. I'm taking the win. Go to a break. We'll come back and we'll actually talk food.
0: All right, we'll actually do that right now. So uh, we're talking with Sam, the cooking guy, of course. You can find him over at thecookingguy.com. You can also subscribe to him, which I'm sure all of you are, over on the YouTube channel. Uh, What do we love about ceramic cookers? Sam can attest to this. He has ceramic cookers as well. We love that they are fuel efficient. We love that you can achieve low and slow temperatures for the traditional barbecue meats. We love that they can get rip-roaring hot for high heat cooking of steaks and other thin cuts, maybe pizza. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important to both professionals and backyard cooks alike. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However, getting a true two-zone fire and a round ceramic cooker is not very realistic. Why? In a simple word. Round. And a primo grill with our game-changing oval design. This shape gives you the ability to execute the two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's more than 60 different ways. Six zero. 60 different ways that you can cook on the primo cooker. So you're only limited by your culinary imagination. We know they have the new grill head. We know they have the new air dampers on the top and bottom. The rotisserie has been out for months now. And according to Nick Bauer from Primo Grills, that pizza grill accessory is here. It's just not getting off of the ships that are stacked up out at sea on the West Coast. At some point, they'll get here. It's done. Just don't have them yet. In the meantime, go to a dealer near you and check out a Primo if you have it. PrimoGrill.com is the website. They do have a round Primo option if you want. I would suggest getting the oval. Stand out from the crowd. Don't be like everybody else with a green thing or a red thing. Get the Primo, get the oval, get true two zone cooking technology, get the best ceramics, get the patented technology, all that stuff, multiple sizes, and away you go. PrimoGrill.com is the website. And we're back with more Sam the Cooking Guy right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back.
3: You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio.
0: You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Hey, welcome back. This portion being brought to you by smithfield.com. You can get tips and tricks from championship pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, Charles Cridlin, Mouthwatering recipes, flavors, and no artificial ingredients. Smithfield Fresh Pork, quite simply some of the finest pork money can buy. A trusted choice of world championship pitmasters recent competitions and at home also hacks like me i use smithfield all the time if you are a committed cook go to smoking with and report your first place finishes on shoulder and ribs all right we are back with Sam, the cooking guy and now we'll be talking about cooking with the cooking guy unless you okay, have something else say, can you I, wanted can to I detour one
2: second go just, ahead. please detour one second all right uh while you can were talking talk? about the pre one second please please <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, we have to do a segment on that t- someday.
0: Can we do a segment we on that?
2: 100%. Oh my God, I'll, I'll give you the behind-the-scenes be everything. Okay. I'll give you everything that Malcolm does on his whatever he does <laughs> after the fact thing that, that Scott in Canada or wherever he was from loves. Um, I just went to Primo Grills while you were talking about it. All right. Uh, the last time I heard you talking about it, I was in my car. I couldn't do that, and I went now. I think they need to make a change to their uh, website. Go ahead. Because I I believe this oval shape is genius. All right. I really do. But it is not obvious from their homepage. It is not obvious that that's one of the things that makes them stand out. So if I was you, or yes. if I was Mr. Primo, Nick, as I imagine there is, I would uh, I would play that part up because that really sets them apart. Hmm. All right. Duly noted. I'm taking notes. I will... And I'm not seeing that because look at... There's... How many round ceramic cookers are there? All of them. 6,000? Yeah. Yeah. What makes Primo different? The shape. And that is not self-evident from their website. And it's certainly not from a picture like that. Can you tell that that's that's oval-shaped?
0: Not necessarily.
2: No, not at all.
0: You know, I... uh, this is what happens. I fall into me being a guy that just knows stuff and then right. inherently, I guess I would then also assume that if somebody's looking up a primo, they would know that yeah. that's the difference. But that's
2: not a good. Let way me tell for me you something to think. No uh, no I, I operate under this. When I'm doing something on the show, uh, the YouTube channel, I find I repeat myself about certain things fairly often. But I do that because I know there's always new people, or there's old people that haven't heard that. And I believe I teach as much as entertain. Mm -hmm. And you might watch me and go, the guy's a fucking idiot. And what he doesn't really know, and he's not trained and none of that shit. (laughs) But I really do believe that I teach. And I want people to know these things. So I find myself repeating, you can never assume that what you know, other people know, I think the primo people, assume that when you get to their site, you're going to know their stuff is oval. I think they need to work on that. Anyway.
0: I I will send that note to Nick Bauer. He is a very diligent businessman, and I'm sure he will take it under advisement. You will probably see a complete site refresh in the next 48 hours. Now, (laughs) uh, let's talk about food. So one of my favorite things... And usually this is me showing my ass to uh, Stephen Reichlin, who has now become well-versed in me going, I don't know about this or I don't know about that. You show
2: your ass to Stephen reichlin Isn't that a little personal though?
0: Yeah, well, you know what I mean. So he's been on the show forever, so he doesn't care. And uh, I think at first he was like, wow, this guy is a complete idiot when it comes to palate and food experience. And he was probably like, wow, how refreshing that after this many years, he continues to tell me what an idiot he is. And maybe he just didn't have a a great food experience after he got out of his house or whatever the case may be. Well, one of these things is this. Lamb. I didn't know jack about lamb other than this. At very few points in my life, my mom made my dad a leg of lamb. There was this weird green thing in a canister that sat off to the side of the plate. Uh, I had no interest in trying it. And this or, or was you, maybe are little, you referring
2: to mint? Are you yeah, referring to mint jelly? Yeah, mint jelly, oh, right? Which God.
0: just on its head sounds vile, like almost as bad as liquid <laughs> smoke. Mint—it's
2: like a jelly. sexual lubricant. Ugh, it's gross. So it's horrid. It,
0: it was never on my radar. And then I'm down yeah. at Pit Barrel Cooker's uh, headquarters down there at Noah and Amber's house in Louisville when they lived out there before they moved out to Northern California a couple years ago. Mm. And we were there for a volleyball tournament. He's like, stay with us. And he had kids, uh, still has kids, but they were younger. Probably 10 was the oldest. The other one was maybe eight mm. or whatever. And we were going to have dinner after the match. And I said, what do we having? I flew in some steaks from Snake River Farms that we were going to be doing. So to hold guy. up my end. And he's like, the kids wanted, they, they did something good. And as a reward, said, what do you want for dinner? And the kids said, rack of lamb. I'm like... The little kids. What kind of kids are you raising, Noah? Rack of little lamb. Kids. And he's like, oh, yeah, they love it. I said, I've never had it. That's fantastic. Well, you've come to the right place. There's no better lamb than lamb cooked on a pit barrel, and it's going to change your life. So to save you the whole story, he cooks it, takes a chop off, says, stick this in your mouth. It's going to change your life. And at that very moment, I was like, how in the fuck have I not had... A lamb chop like this before, I've missed out on all these years, and now I've been like actively trying to make up for lost time. It is yeah, so
2: Isn't good. it upsetting when you try something that you thought sucked yeah. or that has been cooked horribly for you, whatever the reason is, and you're like, oh, my God, what an eye-opening experience. I love lamb. I love it because it's different, because it clearly is not chicken clearly it is not pork it is not beef right it is i hate to use the term it is a little gamey but in the best sense ever and i think a lot of people hear gamey and they think uh
0: gamey is a polite (laughs) word for bad for bad for me it's "Eh, a
2: little little gamey which means "Eh, it's not that great it's not that great no it is so great and one of my favorite parts of lamb is the fat on the edge. Yep. I mean, I love, look, I love fat on the edge of a ribeye, you know, whatever. Uh, but but the, but the the lamb is just so great. So we made it recently. This, you're bringing this up. We did not use mint jelly. I mentioned it. My father was a mint jelly fan. <laughs> it's a horrible looking. I don't understand it but he loved it. It seems fake to me, but he loved it. He's dead now. So what does that tell you? Look what mint jelly did to my father oh. killed oh. him. Wow. killed my father. shame on mint jelly. He was 87. But still, I still killed him. Uh, m- maybe it wasn't the mint jelly. Look, look, I don't want the mint jelly Association to come after me for for dogging their product. But we made a mint and parsley chimichurri garlic and olive oil and pepper flakes and tons of mint and tons of parsley. And it was a dream. And we used that Santa Maria style grill and blasted the shit out of the stuff. And oh my God, you're right. We are a live fire show a lot of the time. And I I, when you first said that to me, I was like, this guy just he's just smoking something. I don't know what it is. (laughs) It's the stupid cat at four a.m. when he's on the treadmill. Oh shit! It's just ruining his mind. But you were right. We do. We do a lot of live fire stuff. Well, we're the only cooking show, I think, that cooks outside one hundred percent. One hundred percent of the time. Like every once yeah.
0: in a while, you might run something into the oven, but by and large, a, it
2: is. I, I go like this. People go, "Shouldn't you cook inside?" I go, "Uh, no." It looks better out there. The lighting's better. It feels better. I've got all my toys around me. I don't have to do that. And do you need to see me put something in the oven when I hold up a platter, uh, and I go, okay, this is going to go in the oven for, uh, a half an hour at four 50. Must I show you that? Right. No, but the lamb. I would just say this. I want to do a public service announcement. Greg, right now, I want you to help me with this. Yes. For those of you that don't think you enjoy lamb, just get some. And don't go crazy and get like a whole leg and bones and shit like that. No. Get a rack or get chops or rib chops or whatever it is. And don't F them up. Don't cook them too much. What would you say? I know. What did you tell me? You were like 130 and then you... Something. Yeah, I go
0: to 125 internal, and then I'll take them off. And then they're going to get some rest time because I'm collecting all the other stuff. So they might bump up towards 130. I, yeah. I will say that you can go over on lamb, and then it, yeah. it is not as uh, pleasant of an experience. If you like the, the flavor of that, then you'll be okay. But I find that medium rare lamb to be Ugh. unbelievable. It's not beef. And as you said, it's not, it's not pork. It no, is its, its not. own delicious, it stands on its own, tender, yeah. flavorful, fatty, amazing. meaty, just amazing, incredible. Amazing, amazing, amazing.
2: Yeah, also, we make lamb burgers all the time. Ground lamb, really? Yeah. Oh, so great. Do you do lamb so burgers and hamburgers? No, we don't. We, we have our blend. We have a. Uh, uh, chicken that we grind, we have salmon that we grind, and we have uh, beyond. But uh, we Kelly loves a lamb burger with a little bit of uh, really finely diced red onion in it, a little bit of oregano, cook it perfectly. So it's still, you know, medium ish, uh, medium rare. And then she likes um, a nice, thin, wide piece of feta on top of that and Dijon mustard on the side for dipping there's no bun it's just the burger patty by itself and it is so delicious but I say this all the time and I think people think it's a throwaway line at the end of our episodes I say don't eat the same thing all the time work to try and find something new to cook at least once every couple of weeks maybe once a week by the end of the year you've got a bunch of new stuff in your pocket that you know how to do. But if you're not a lamb person, you really need to get it into your uh your rotation. You really do it is that good. Uh,
0: not to and pimp by out. By the way,
2: not not sponsored by the lamb council or anything. Uh, like
0: neither that. am I and not to pimp out the pit barrel cooker. But if you get your lamb, so I was yeah. getting it at Costco before I let the membership laugh because our meat department went to shit. Um, so I can get it at BJ's Wholesale Club, which is much closer than the Costco was. And it's probably sourced from the same place in New Zealand or, you know, wherever the hell it is. I think you muted yourself. Um, when you get it home. No. No. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah, yeah. Um, get it home. Get it out of the pack. So that's where I think the hurdle is going to be. You get it out of the pack, it's got that little like plastic cover on it that covers the bones. If as long as you realize that the lamb <laughs> scent that you're getting from the cryovac is just get just get over that. Just push it out of your brain. It's not bad. There's nothing. But, it's, but that's look. what lamb smells like. Learn to love that because it doesn't it's not that and then it gets 10 times funkier than that. That just
2: like goes no, away. But, no, but I would argue, Greg, that anything that you take out of a cryovac a oh, plastic yeah. thing, anything, chicken, sometimes I'll get chicken, I'll, I'll take it out of the bag, and I'm like, holy shit, this is bad chicken, yeah. and two minutes later, it's fine, it has no smell, but you really just, look, do this, Get some lamb. I don't care really what it is—some kind of chop, little bone situation thing. A, a little oil, some salt and pepper. Throw it on something screaming hot. Turn it a bunch of times. Yep. Yank it when it's about 130. If you've got some mustard or rosemary or whatever, just start eating it. You will fall in love.
0: Smoking Joe's barbecue pit says lamb smells and tastes like gas. <laughs> How do Joe, you, even know that you have to be doing lamb the wrong way, Joe, if you think it smells and tastes like... Eth- I will He's admit,
2: shoving it up his ass, the first and then th- he's cooking it.
0: <laughs> well, we can't confirm or deny that, but there are <laughs> clues that we're following. Uh, <laughs> the first time I did it after I got home from Louisville, I was a little taken aback getting it out of the cryovac. But as you said, everything smells when it's coming out of the cryovac. I think it does. It seasoned do. up, got the grill done, cooked it on the pit barrel. I mean, really, that is the best way to get into lamb on the pit barrel, like it is unbelievable the way it worked. the fat rendering out, hitting the charcoal. Of course, depending on what kind of charcoal you're using, it adds even a different layer of flavor. But wow, medium rare lamb off
2: the pit barrel is unbelievable. It's kind of unbelievable. Look, um, I think there's a lot of things that people just don't understand. I'm a very big fan of salmon. We have it probably once a week. Sometimes more if there's if we have company in the house, and um, I run into people all the time that that clearly uh, admit to hating lamb, to Sam hating salmon. It's like I don't know that it's the salmon that you don't like. I think maybe it's the way you've been cooking it, or it's been cooked for you. Hmm. Uh, and I'm we're Jewish. Salmon is almost our people's safe food. We can eat it. A rabbi can come over. A priest can come over. A vegetarian can come over. A monk can come. Everybody can eat salmon. That being said, I grew up not in my home, but going to other uh, Jewish homes, having salmon just absolutely ruined, cooked way. Be- you can go to a sushi restaurant and eat raw salmon. It's the best thing ever. And then you go to uh, your aunt Ruth's house and she uh, can you're like ah she didn't cook it enough go wait a minute you ate it raw last night now it's not cooked (laughs) enough Undercook it keep it medium rare but but people need to have stuff cooked for them sometimes that um to show them that they can enjoy these Hmm. things i think there's lamb people out there that think it's stinky it's weird it doesn't taste like anything else and by the way that's the reason to have it because it's not like, a, I don't know, rabbit or something. They take, right. Everything ta- they say tastes like chicken. No, be thankful it doesn't taste like chicken. Be thankful it doesn't taste like beef. It's its own very distinctive thing that is so delicious.
0: Sam, what should I be making for dinner tomorrow night as we close the show?
2: I would look, I would do the, the uh, what I'm about to make for Kelly right now is the um, tomato soup roasted tomato I'll send you the recipe roasted tomato garlic roasted garlic tomato soup a little bit of thyme with the little uh, tomato paste and chipotle paste and a great grilled cheese and the grilled cheese that we made for this today I mixed Mayo and garlic and that went on the outside of the grilled cheese instead of butter yes and then three cheeses inside along with the bacon onion jam that we put in our burgers at uh, Sandburgers, bacon onion jam, three different cheeses mixed wow, together, amazing. and the mayo garlic on the outside. Honestly, that with this soup was maybe the one of the best bites of food I've had in a long time. I think I said that. You should be
0: watching Sam's videos on YouTube, of course. Go to YouTube.com. Search The Cooking Guy. Subscribe if you're not there. Go to his website, thecookingguy.com. And then is it shop.stcg.com for all the knives, apparel, and all this stuff?
2: Seriously, if I wasn't married, I'd be moving to Cleveland and uh, shacking up with you.
0: We'd be living a whole different life, pal. And I'm okay with that. Wouldn't we, buddy? I'm okay with that. Wouldn't we? Nothing wrong with that. There's anybody It would be you, no doubt about it. Also, on the first Tuesday of every month in the second hour, you can see him right here on the show. It's Sam the Cooking Guy. Sam, always appreciate the time. Thanks, buddy. You got it? There he is. Sam the Cooking Guy. And I got time to do this, and then we'll get on out. Vortic Watch. That's right. A small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take antique American pocket watches and turn them into wrist watches like this. Their mission, preserve and enhance the legacy of manufacturing excellence in America. In order to do that, they combine traditional and cutting-edge technology to create unique quality functional timepieces with exceptional value. And the coolest part, as we know, each watch that they make is unique and one of a kind. Vortic found it on the motto that America wasn't assembled. It was built. Check out VorticWatches.com for more information. By the way... A lot of you asked me about when they're going to be coming back out with the railroad size watch or the railroad style watch. And I was told by Bella Risley over at Vortic that they should have everything prototyped and ready to go at uh, the end of quarter four here as we're beginning quarter four now. So I would assume they'll be able to start fulfilling requests at some point Q1, Q2 of 2022. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe we can have uh, RT Custer on and get a follow-up with him here as the year closes out. So we thank the friends over at Vortic Watch. We'll close the show right after this. Stick around.
3: Whole Packers. Full racks. Legs and thighs injecting butts if you've never heard this before you might think you found the best triple x show ever let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today craig rimpey all
0: right welcome back and we thank sam the cooking guy for joining me of course you can follow him over at thecookingguy.com on social media and subscribe to him on youtube all the way back in the first hour was Malcolm Reed joining us for his monthly appearance, How to Barbecue Right, or HowToBBQRight.com, his website. And subscribe to him on YouTube as well if you haven't done so already. Then it was first-timer of the show, Suzanne Moskowitz from the Moskowitz Firm right here in Cleveland, Ohio. Or Greater Cleveland, I think it's Shaker. KEEP, K-E-E-P, Keep T M like trademark, KEEPTM.com, her website. She's ready to help you out. Get you protected on copyrights and trademarks, things like this. She's helping me do the Barbecue Central show and associated other items with the show. And it's federal, so she can help you no matter where you are in the country. Give her a call, hit her up on email or through the website, let her know I sent you or that you heard her on the show, and you can take it from there. Then in the second hour was Sam the Cooking Guy. We talked about TikTok, we talked about is enough enough when it comes to social media. Somehow we got dragged back down to him incorrectly saying that I asked him about how much money he makes, which I don't ever do that. And then we talked about our favorite meat, evidently, together, which is lamb. And I think we might have said that if we were both single, we also might start a same-sex relationship, which is absolutely fabulous with me, too, by the way. Thank you, Sam. Big show planned for you next week. Meathead is in Abridged We will have Robert Moss As well And then Two weeks of business Will Ford From Launch Boom Is going to be on Next week If you have a product If you have something That you've always thought about Crowdfunding You want to know how to do it Or you want to be successful at it Next week is going to Blow your mind It's going to be unbelievable So How Do I Always Leave You? September eleventh, two 2001. I will never forget. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now. This is JM, host of the Celebrity Grill podcast on iTunes, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Network. All barbecue and grilling, all the time.